0: social media. You I, to other I had not gone and talk about her looks. I had not talked about her family. I have not talked that her pushed her mother down the stairs. I had not talked about her. She in a relationship. With well, her now mother. you are. Like I've not, I've not talked about all that stuff. She you pushed your mom down the stairs, but now you are. So it's just, it's already been out. So there you go. Real housewives of Orange County last night and who is the pot stirrer? Is it Vicki and Tamara is her puppet? Is it Tamara and everybody else is her puppet? Because at this point, I have no idea if this is all produced behind the scenes and we are the puppets. Thank you for listening. It's October 6th. This is Valerie Strand coming at you with the bravo lowdown. And last night was a very very interesting, revealing, confusing episode of Real Housewives of Orange County. So we started off where they ended it last week with the Lee with Vicky Tamra and Shannon in a van or whatever, an SUV, a ride on the way back from Victoria's luncheon for her birthday, and they are going over everything, and it's kind of a back and forth. Tamra revealed, oh, Kelly said she just wants to come to your funeral. Well, last week, I said that was wrong of Tamara that she should have right there on the spot number 1 been a friend of Vicky and number 2 uh shut it down as just a bad joke and bad taste and Kelly you got to stop that. So that didn't happen and Kel- the camera had no problem revealing it to Vicky and it was and it highly and I knew if she and Tamara knows every, we all know we love Vicky we know Vicky and we know how she would respond to somebody talking about her death because she's you know, that of a spiritual person on the show, she's portrayed her, um, you know, her religious beliefs, maybe some superstitions. For me, you don't talk that way about me or my family. Um, There are a lot of people that are superstitious and believe you put something out there in the universe and it can grow. So I digress with that. So then let me go on to Tamara and Shannon are in another car. (laughs) The best conversations I'm telling you happen in these car rides. So they're in a car and they're going, I believe, to meet Kelly for um, like a late luncheon because it seemed like it was running into like the late afternoon or they were there for a long time. And they're going to meet her and they're kind of going on over everything. And Shannon's struggling back and forth. Well, you know, do I like Kelly or do I not like Kelly? And Tamara seems to be building Kelly up with like I'm a little bit more of a compassionate person than Shannon. She's very black and white. Like I'm always trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. So I think that's, you know, they're going back and forth like that and you don't understand it because last week Tamara was acting like she's Kelly's friend, but she also revealed some real damning information about a bar fight with her doctor boyfriend and a friend of his, a gal friend of his, not a girlfriend, but a a friend that's a lady. And, um, I do remember in real time it making, um, you know, the blogs and a lot of detailed information. And I believe I even saw a picture of someone's hand with like a nail gouge in it. So, you know, who leaked that? Hmm. Gee, I wonder. So, Kelly is getting ready to go to lunch and she's sitting there talking with Jolie, who's adorable. I absolutely love Jolie. But then like Jolie reveals, well, you know, we've got some friends that's having a party and we all think that she talks about everybody behind their back. So guess what? None of us are going to the party. And I was like, oh MG, get the cameras. I want to follow around Jolene's little group of friends now. <laughs> sorry Well, everyone else in the grade so no one likes her so no one's going to her party because who would want to go to a party to someone who bullies them i feel like i'm back in childhood with these women isn't there yeah it's like jolie saying is like telling kelly about the drama that she's got going on and it kind of mirrors the same drama that kelly's i mean yeah it's it's interesting so that was cute. I love Kelly's apartment that she says is getting condemned, but the view is absolutely amazing. Cracks me up. I how she has all her fancy stuff from her old, big, huge, fancy home in there. But, um, so we're back to Kelly and Tamara really trying to work this out. Like, okay, we got to get on the game page here. When we go to meet Kelly, you know, are we going to be against her? Or are we going to be for that's the way it looked to me. So I, do not know what, you know, really that was all about. Why isn't this working? So we get to the lunch with the ladies, but I think I'm skipping a haircut with Gina and her kids. Oh no, Gina's a therapy and blah, 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 yada, yada. I mean, I honestly have no interest in this. I am sorry to the three people that listen to this podcast but I just really find the situation between Gina and her husband to be that of a private matter and I really think it's sad it's playing out on reality TV because of the children. So whatever with that um I want to get to the lunch. So they all sit down to lunch and start going over Kelly wants to know why they were all talking about her in the first place. And Kelly seems to have calmed down a bit at, um, she was, see, it's hard to like even say who she was mad at. So she's mad at Bronwyn and she shows up for the lunch and she's raging. It's like, she's like, you know, why Bronwyn talking about me? It seemed like um, Kelly and Tamara are like, yeah, she's totally talking about you. You know, she's like, given all the information, Emily was too. And so immediately Kelly pulls out her phone and goes to call up Bronwyn, gets her on the phone. Bronwyn claims she was in bed reading books to her children (laughs) and starts, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? What I found interesting is Bronwyn's like, no. I did not bring it up, but she can't cite how the conversation started. And that's what bugs me. It makes me believe that this is all produced and all scripted and they think we're flipping stupid because for me, I would have been like, no, Shannon said, I heard Kelly got in a bar fight. Tamara started talking about it, and I shut it down because that's not what the Instagram breakup was about anyway. (gasps) Ta-da! How come I can do it and I'm just watching the show? So they get her on the phone, and maybe Bronwyn didn't have the wherewithal to like come up with that. Maybe Bravo TV cut that out and has edited it all to make it look a certain way. I don't know, but I find it really ridiculous that at this stage in the game, it's not coming out. Tamara, number one, talked about it in the van, but Bronwyn wouldn't know that. Shannon is the one that brought up the bar fight. Tamara was going to elaborate on it. Bronwyn cut her off and said, no, no, no. That's not what happened. She laid it out. And you see Tamara get visibly upset. And in my mind, when I saw Tamara get visibly upset, I was thinking oh, she is pissed. Her pest is Bron- Tamra. I'm pissed, as Tamara would say, that Bronwyn's stealing her thunder or that Bronwyn shut her down. I have no idea. Maybe it's a hard comeback to like makes her look really desperate. If she says, no, 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 no. I want to talk about this bar fight that she's like, Shannon, why'd you bring that up? Oh, well, I heard she broke someone's arm. You hear her say that and it's like kind of muffled and then it like I said, Bronwyn speaks over it really quick and starts talking about a different incident that just happened. So there we go. They're on the phone. She's trying to say, no, 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 no. I didn't start it. All I said was, you know, this and that. We know what she said. Tamara's like, hang up, hang up, hang up. This is after she says, liar, 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 calls her a liar. And then is saying, hang up, hang up, hang up. Tamara's clearly also intoxicated, and Tamara has a way about her being very vindictive, nasty, and passive when she's drunk too much, and I don't care who doesn't like what I said. I said it, so enough of that luncheon. We're going to go to the haircut with um, Gina and her three beautiful, adorable children. Luca just stole my heart. He's only three, you guys. If he's only three, when they filmed this six, you know, five, six months ago, he's three and a half now. They started she started the show, which would have been well over almost two years now when she started the show. He was just a little baby. And it's Kelly is uh Gina For me, it is just a heartbreaking story, and I can't stomach it. I feel immensely sad for these children. I felt that also when you have a child and they're acting up, who gives a shit about him thinking the damn barber? He's in front of cameras. He's going through a rough little time in his little life. His life is crazy. Cheetah has already alluded several times in interviews and with her psychologist in this episode or whatever the lady is, the therapist, that she's a little scared of Matt. So at this point, when does she as a mother start protecting her children publicly humiliating the child by saying, thank you. Say, thank you. Look at him in the eye and say, thank you. I think that's a discussion, Gina, you have with your child in private, off camera. If you're worried about the fans going, your child was a brat, then you're only worried about your public image. I know Brandy Redman had a huge issue with people saying her child is a brat. And if it were me, I would say, good thing she's not your child. Because I could give a flip what anybody says about my kids because at the end of the day, if you're going to put them on TV, you're putting them out there for ridicule and your parenting skills are going to be attacked. And that's, the, that's just how it is. That's how these shows roll. So maybe they should be on TV and maybe Bravo should stop promoting putting these poor children on TV that have no choice, that are under 18 years old. Yes, they may think it's exciting now, but I want to see how many come back and say they regret it because I'm sure Sydney Barney isn't really pleased with the fact that she was put on TV by her fame hungry mother, Tamara Judge. Yes, I said it and I don't care. So moving on with the barbershop scene, Gina, again, in front of cameras is asking the child if she's happy that mommy and daddy are back together. Oh, you know, Gina, I know you're, I mean, my opinion means nothing. Get a family therapist and discuss this in private. That was so ridiculous. Even at her little tiny age, I can tell you that child has a lot of feelings about what's going on with you and your husband, Gina, and her father. And she has no idea how to express them to you because she's just a baby. It's really sad. Children's psychologists have a way of of working through all of this and you putting her in front of a camera and going, aren't you happy me and your daddy are back together is not how it's done. And you probably did some damage to your child. So good luck with that lady. I'm not even going to play it. I was going to play a clip of it, but it boils my blood that I don't know what produce, I mean, it's just sad. So now I'm going to move on because it just breaks my heart. I sh- I feel like maybe I should have shut my mouth, but I'm very opinionated, and I'm trying to give you the lowdown on The Real Housewives of Orange County. So here we are, Bronwyn and Gina, or Emily, are um, having a little sit down, and they go over it. And I love Emily. She's very intelligent. Um, I absolutely adore her on the show. My heart aches for her with her issues with her husband. Um, and I appreciate her showing it. And I also appreciate her not talking about it with her kids on camera, but Emily, you know, said it plain and simple. Hey, listen, if you want to stay out of trouble with this group, keep your trap shut. I do think you were trying to mitigate it. And she I loved how she threw in the legal terminology there. But at the end of the day, you did talk about Kelly's business and you brought up something you know, a whole new thing. Now you could tell Gina was being careful because she didn't out Shannon. And I know Gina knows what the origins of that conversation was when it started and everybody's backing off from it. So I'm just completely confused. So then we go to Shannon's home, her beautiful, gorgeous home. Her daughters are just blossoming into beautiful young women, ladies, um, You know, they have the fashion show. Uh Sophie likes to sing Christian music. We see it on her social media. And I think they're just fabulous. I think that, you know, most of the time they're appropriate appropriately dressed. Um, and they're just they're cute girls. And then she pulls out these drug tests. And it's like, I don't know about that. Another conversation to have in private, but judging how Lynn curtains girls, daughters, young ladies, adult that who are now ladies, um, have turned out in their careers in pornography. And one of them has a heroin addiction that continuously lands her in, um, legal legal problems, jail, whatnot. Um, I can imagine Shannon's a little scared and, um, you know, a lot of parents are so, I don't know if it's just for show, but the girls did seem a little nervous to be taking those tests. <clears throat> Very cute, though. It was a fun episode. I, I kind of like those little things, but I, I wish it was a little more. So, I kind of went out of um, line. Gina's haircut with the children was after um, Shannon's drug intervention and drug tests. Um, I really found this episode to be a little better than some of the few because of the duplicity of Tamra. So Tamra, um, you know, is constantly pulling all the strings. She's the one that seems to be in charge of all the information and yet she gets a pass. I mean, she's totally threw Shannon under the bus last season, With talking about her to the noobs, Emily and Gina, and saying how she felt sorry for her and revealed, you know, a lot of information about Shannon that wasn't so pleasant. So it's just hard for me um, to enjoy the show because she just gets a pass and everyone's like, I love Shannon. I love Shannon. I just don't know how you go from that because on social media, all I saw was Shannon and Kelly chumming up and becoming very close and hanging out at Dr. Brian's office. Um, Kelly reveals on social media that all Shannon's procedures were done by Dr. Brian. So I don't know what's going on there. Excuse me. I've got allergies. So I'm going ahead because Shannon, um, Emily and Shane have a really um, uncomfortable date night. And I've been, married 20 years and (laughs) I've been there, done that, you know, you go through cycles in a marriage and it's really hard, but she's kind of saying it's been this way for the whole 10 years, which makes me sad. And her breaking down at the end, I mean, I almost started crying with her. Um, Shane does not seem comfortable in front of the camera, but Emily's, you know, kind of maintaining, this is Shane, this is my life. I don't understand why he was like trying to make her eat bread. And then he just seems real combative. Um, He's real sarcastic. I don't know if there's resentment there because Emily passed the bar. Cause I believe they both lived in, I want to say Arizona and they both were lawyers there. I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't want to put my life on the line here, but I'm pretty sure he passed the bar in Arizona and, had a, you know, was a practicing attorney back there. And so when they came here, Emily took the barn. You saw her brag on the first season. Um, You know, I passed it the first time, ha ha ha. And I was like, gosh, what did Shane think of that comment? Because evidently he didn't. So I, I tend to wonder just as a man and the ego aspect, if he's a little resentful that, you know, she, here she is. She just passed it easy breezy. And he's got all this pressure from his mommy and his wife to, you know, get this test done. We want you to be a licensed attorney. So I hope they work it out. Their family super beautiful. So now we get to seal eggs. What is it? Seal eggs? Sea legs. Sea legs. Sea legs. A really cute little um, restaurant. Looks like it's a, a beachy cool place. And Kelly sits down with Tamara and Shannon and they're like, Hey, you know, Bronwyn just completely threw you under the bus. She's talking all kinds of shit about you. And what's funny is, you know, they were in the car together. And now here we are at sea legs and we've got Shannon who was just kind of on the fence about even defending Kelly, but she's going to sit there because you know why she's Tamara's ears. And then they're going to sit down with Bronwyn and Emily and we don't have Gina. So you kind of can see, I mean, of course these shows are produced, but you can see what's going on here. No, she did not say that. that So, Ooh, sorry. No editing here. This is kind of on the cup. So they go to it, and Emily immediately starts defending Bronwyn, going, "No, no, 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 no! This is what happened." She breaks it all down, and then they do flashbacks of the of the previous lunch with just Shannon and Tamara. You came up as a topic of conversation because you weren't there. And then the conversation came up. Are Kelly and Brian okay? Because you asked it. I did. Because I said, I hope they're okay because I saw that you're taking the picture off and then you put it back. Tammy just told us a story that she got in a bar fight this weekend. There you go. I mean, it's a flashback. And that's the thing that bothers me about the freaking flashbacks is because that's not really what's happening here. They're at a lunch and you're getting a repeat story. They flashback. I don't even see anybody telling. Kelly, uh, yeah, they talked about your bar fight first, because you know that upsets Kelly. She mentioned it at the other lunch, and she started crying about it. So they do more flashbacks, which I, again, hate. We just saw all this. It was just last week. I find that Bravo really is desperate sometimes, and they have to fill better. Like, space. This is crazy, but this is the reality. This I see happen. that you are sticking up for me. I feel really bad that I yelled at her. I should have been the bigger person and came at her with love instead of coming out with daggers. I think you were sticking up for me and trying I to say that I wasn't blowing up. So there you go. It ends like that. Everything's on a good level. And then you see Shannon growing increasingly uncomfortable and sad. I mean, her face, it's written all over it. And then she says, you know, I'm having a hard time with this. I i really love Tamara. She's my best friend. She's really been there for me. Really? Was she there for you last season when she was just trashing you every chance she could get when you weren't around oh. on camera? She said all those horrible things to you at the reunion. I mean, she really made you look pathetic, Shannon. So, Tamara, so Kelly just lays and it out. That, um, people were bashing you. Yeah, I think that's how me, it came. So, Kelly's me. like, I don't know what your problem is, Shannon, with realizing Tamara's Tam- Tam- not yeah. a yeah. good person yeah, Tam- because Tam- she has yeah. said a lot about you and lays it all out there. Says She says you're fat. you are gaining your weight back. What else does she say? Was the one that was actually spreading the train rumor. She says, Babe, no. do you know when Gina got mad at me about that? Whole so they're realizing it. They're all sitting around prior to, you know, Shannon's just sitting there sipping her drink and she's not happy with it. I, I kind of go back. I'm kind of trying to watch this and, Reflect on it at the same time. And they're going around and they're deciding, you know, Tamara is the common denominator here. This everything leads all roads lead back to Tamara. With them saying negative things about her. Look, and I, she's like, I'm I, uncomfortable. I I'm uncomfortable. Like, this you're doesn't not, sound I right. Think that, she has back 100%. that lady does it. <laughs> you should <have> see <laughs> this that, the that she says about you. <laughs> Had hours and hours of conversation with with Tamara. Hours and hours about you. About, about me? About you? Yes, Shannon. About you? Are you serious? Yes. Negative. <laughs> yep, honey. Negative conversations about you. Well, who else are they going to talk about? <laughs> Isn't that the fun? So it gets kind of broken down. Uh, Kelly starts laying it all out. Listen, and I just said it. I mean, I know I'm going, I'm kind of repeating it, but they're talking about her calling at three o'clock in the morning, talking about her gaining weight, saying her head really wasn't hurt, which we all know her head was not hurt. Uh, she called Gina last night, and she told Gina, "Why don't me, you, and Kelly room together on our next trip?" Uh huh. She I mean, said that to Gina. Oh, and then she told me when I bonked you on the head, she was like, "Oh, there was nothing wrong with her." See, I don't get this. They say they show like a old <laughs> thing of some lady. I don't know. Did Tamra post that? I never She's understood that. Judging. She just went on wind again, and it, like oh, wait, So there. now she's saying I'm gaining weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. I feel like the wind's knocked out of me because I have gained weight, and I've talked to Tamara about it. So how would Kelly know? Exactly. Like, and there you go. In a nutshell, you know it's the Tamra show, and a lot of people don't like it. Personally. I think Tamara is drop dead gorgeous. She's wonderful to look at. She's always on point with her outfits. And as a fan of the show, that's what a lot of us, you know, watch for. They they've got the clothes, they've got the cars, they got the houses. She's got Eddie, the hot Latino husband. And I just don't get why she's not happy with that. But maybe that's what keeps her spot on the show. Maybe that's what gave her the center orange is the fact that she stirs the pot. It's funny that she's got stir the pot pot holders in her kitchen. I mean, that's not just, you know, (laughs) an accident. So at the end of the day, it's going to all come out. And what I find interesting are the previews where Shannon has a sit down with Tamara and she's like, Hey, you know, I'm hearing all these things you're saying about me and Tamara's response is, and you didn't defend me? And it's like, well, who do you defend when you get your juicy gossip put in your lap and you just you file it away? Like, I'm going to use this, this information for this. I'm going to use this information for that. I've never seen Tamara defend anyone when she's hearing something because she knows if she says something, they're going to backpedal and go, oh, shit. Tamara's gonna go wrap me. I mean, we all talk. I talk. I'm just starting to talk on this podcast, and I'm already saying stuff that's stupid. It's just human nature. And Tamara is. I mean, what do they call Charé? The bone collector. That's Tamara, the bone collector. She likes to sit there and very calmly. You can see her face. She is listening intently and no way in hell is that woman going to chime in and put her ass out on the line because she's got to make sure her hands are clean when she delivers the nasty news. And again, I don't like people who do that in my real life. And I find the way this always plays out on these shows to just be horrible. And if you are friends with somebody and you hear somebody talking shit about them as a friend, you would shut it down and say, don't talk that way about my friend in front of me. And by the way, that's not true. So at signing off here with the show at the end of the day, It's Tamara's show and we're all just living in it. We're all just, (laughs) we're all just watching it. It's Tamara's show and we're all just viewing it. It used to be Vicky's show and Tamara knocked her down. And who knows if even Vicky's going to come back after this because there's the, 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 the rumors about the lawsuits that was filed under an anonymous name. And then it was, you know, magically, uh, dismissed. she, you know, took the charge, took the case back or whatever it's called. So I don't know what's going on with Victoria and she's going to be at BravoCon. So there we go. I have to sign out. My time is running out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the three people who listen. Valerie Strand signing off with the Bravo Lowdown.